This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into a uh, great discussion. Usually on a Friday, we get into the hard economics of the week, um, and uh, you know we certainly we certainly do uh, for today. But uh, because it's Black Friday um, in the economy, there's probably uh, you know nothing bigger for consumers than uh, taking advantage um, of uh, some of those uh, deals uh, that a number of retailers are going to be having on offer for today uh, but what we are focusing on is uh, the trend you know towards buy now pay later and uh, you know what that means uh, for the realm of e-commerce you know because uh, it's really been uh, a big driver and there has been a huge trend towards it uh, I think earlier this year we saw even the likes of Apple saying that they're going to be introducing buy now pay later into their payments platform uh, that is Apple Pay so because of that, um, we decided uh, to, you know, get um, one of the local experts in this uh, particular field. That is uh, Paul Berman, uh, who is uh, the founder and CEO of PayFlex. Uh, they are a buy now, pay later platform. And uh, we're going to be, you know, just getting into a little bit around, you know, what they're seeing because uh, they actually um, are expecting uh, that online uh, spend is likely to triple um, you know, over what we saw last year, um, you know, uh, just based on some of the research uh, that they have done. Now, before we get into all of the Black Friday madness, we do need to touch uh, on the other major economic uh, news event of the week, and that is uh, the interest rate hike. Uh, Business Day this morning reported uh, that uh, Reserve Bank Governor Lesecha Kanyago on Thursday prepared businesses and consumers for higher borrowing costs, as he argued that monetary policy remains uh, accommodative, uh, quote-unquote, and uh, said he will deploy instruments to tame the monster of inflation. This paves the way for more hikes in 2023. The 75% uh, basis point hike, which moved the repo rate from 6.25% to 7%, was in line with market expectations. Defending the move, uh, Hanyago told journalists that uh, the repo rate still supports credit growth, uh, while at the same time dealing uh, with uh, the inflation that is ravaging incomes um, in South Africa. He is quoted as saying that uh, this is where we are the inflation figure for October uh, came out um, at uh, 7.6% and the policy rate will be adjusted with effect um, on Friday to 7%. So if you look at today's inflation, the policy rate is still negative in real terms. That's uh, That says uh, the repurchase rate is accommodative. He said the headline inflation number was a surprise even to the bank, um, which had expected prices to have risen by 7.3%. The repo rate hike comes despite the bank reducing its GDP growth forecast for 2022 uh, from uh, 1.9% in September to 1.8%. So that's what... uh happened uh, on Thursday. Uh, the Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee continuing um, its uh, hiking cycle uh, for interest rate uh, interest rates, taking the repo rate up uh, 75 basis points to 7%. Uh, just some quick uh, market reaction. Um, now we have uh, Jeff Schultz, who is a senior economist um, over at BNP Paribas, uh, who actually wrote in a note uh, to say that uh, the most dovish part um, of uh, the MPC 
NDC statement came from the communication uh, that the five-person committee was split three, uh, three to two um, on the decision, a majority favoring uh, the delivered 75, uh, 75 basis point uh, versus those in favor of a downshift to 50 basis points. Um, he actually then, you know, comes in to say, uh, this is Jeff Schultz, we would caution not to read uh, too much into the close call nature of this week's decision. Uh, the statement and particularly the Q&A presser was unequivocally hawkish in our view. Uh, the South African Reserve Bank sees the balance of risks uh, to inflation to be um, the upside and growth to the downside. Uh, the CPI or Consumer uh, Price Index estimates for 2022 and 2023 were revised up uh, three years 0.3 percentage points to 6.5 percent and uh, up um, 0.1 percent to uh, 5.4 percent respectively while it's a GDP growth estimates were revised um, as we mentioned um, earlier on um, Jeff also mentions the fact that inflation risks are running uh, hot for longer because interestingly he says uh, uh, the Reserve Bank governor made the point uh, that we have recently argued namely that South Africa is very low potential growth means um, it won't take too much uh, to, uh, too much growth to close uh, the output gap um, next year and this would place uh, further upside risk to the inflation outlook so just some uh, reaction coming through from uh, the economic community uh, we'll continue to obviously watch this um, the big news being the fact that there has been that hike and we're likely to see uh, more hikes going forward but what does it mean for consumers uh, what does it mean for the way that uh, businesses are going to be conducting themselves so as we get into this conversation um, around uh, you know black friday these are all uh, things that are probably swirling uh, in people's brains and minds um, going forward so to get into it uh, paul greetings to you today Morning, Madiwe. Thanks for inviting me to the show. Uh, I think a good place for us to start. We uh, we often uh, we often get a sense of uh, the company that you know uh, that you're coming from. It's not your first time on this platform, uh, so maybe you could just give us uh, that quick elevator, uh, just giving us some updates uh, just around uh, how big the business uh, is looking like right now. Usually, uh, we try to understand how many customers are using the platform and all of that. Um, how are things? at the moment. Yeah, great. Thanks, Madiwe. Yeah, uh, so PayFace continues to grow strongly. Just for your readers that uh, or listeners that uh, are not, not aware of the product, what we offer customers is an, is a payment option that allows them to, to spread uh, their purchases over six weeks if they use PayFace as a payment option. Um, PayFace continues to grow very strongly. We've got over 2,200 merchants who, who offer PayFlex as a payment option, and about 450,000 customers have used the, the platform. Um, and we, we probably this year will do about two and a half times the payment volume that we did uh, last year. That is actually uh, what you call this. That is actually a huge, uh, what you call this, that's actually a huge number. You know, because I'm sure that there are businesses out there that would love to be, you know, uh, operating at two and a half times, you know, what they did, um, you know, in the previous year. What do you attribute um, before we get into Black Friday itself? Um, I think the last conversation we had with you was trends around what's actually driving people towards, uh, you know, buy now, pay later as a payment option. 
do you still continue to see uh, the same drivers? Uh, uh, do you still continue to see the same drivers or uh, has it gone in a different direction? Yeah, look, the, 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 the main drivers are, are probably the same. So, so it's growth in online shopping. Um, as we came out of COVID uh, last year, the growth has slowed down um, in, in online shopping as customers have gone back to the malls. But Payflex as a payment option within the online retailers has continued to grow and, uh, and, and benefit customers. So when we first started at a retailer, Payflex would maybe make up 1% to 2% of, of, uh, of payment method volume. We now at the point where Payflex is is up to fifteen to twenty percent of uh, of penetration um, at a retailer level. So so we keep on adding more merchants, and um, and the merchant base keeps on growing. Customers keep using Payflex as a preferred payment option, and online grows at the same time. So so all of those trends together are really helping uh, helping Payflex to grow strongly uh, year on year, month on month. So, uh, Paul, when it comes to what you guys are seeing, um, you know, given everything that um, we've spoken about up to this point, you've said that uh, um, some of that online activity that we saw during COVID-19 has likely tapered off because people have gone back to the malls, etc. Uh, but you guys are predicting um, that we're likely going to see, uh, you know, online activity actually growing when it comes to, you know, Black Friday itself. Um, could you talk to us just around, you know, some of that, uh, some of that uh, research, and uh, you know what you think is going to be driving some of that activity? Yeah, sure. So, so we recently surveyed about fifteen hundred Payflex customers, asking them. Uh, what what the intentions are for Black Friday, and there's still a lot of excitement around uh, Black Friday. So, so more than eighty percent of our customers are planning to to spend on Black Friday on the day itself. Of those customers, forty five percent are saying they they're more excited about Black Friday uh, this year than in previous years, and about forty two percent are just as excited as they were last year. So, a lot of excitement still. In, in, in the Black Friday uh, specials, which is really, really interesting to see. And in the in, in the Payflex base that we surveyed, and it, it is a bit of a skewed sample, um, you know, about 80 to 90% of customers are planning to spend all or most of their money online on, on Black Friday uh, day itself, which is really interesting. No, it's, it certainly is. Um, you know, uh, just given what's going on, I'm guessing that um, those would be similar people um, that uh, will be wanting to also make use um, of buy now, pay later. Of the increase that you are seeing, um, what type of activity are you hoping to see on the buy now, pay later side? So we typically see on, on Black Friday itself, um, we'll have the biggest day of the year by far. Generally, it will be about three to four times the size of our next biggest day during the year. So, so it, it really is a huge day, especially in the online shopping world. Um, I mean, this, this year we're probably looking at forty to fifty million rands worth of, of uh, turnover or spend on Payflex just on Black Friday itself. Uh, that's actually a, uh, quite a big uh, amount. Uh, that people will be will be using there, and um, just out of interest, outside of Black Friday, because you said Black Friday tends to be the biggest. What are some of the other hot spots for you guys during the year on the calendar? 
Yeah, so, so what we see is during the whole of November, um, we see a peak, especially around uh, this last week leading up to Black Friday. A lot of the retailers open their specials at the beginning of November. And then as they get closer to Black Friday, they release more and more specials. So the trend in the retail sector is really for merchants to try and spread out some of the demand over over the Black Friday period. So November for us is a really, a really big uh, month. December's December's big as well, not as big as November because we're predominantly in the online world. So a lot of customers would stop shopping online at around the 15th or 20th of, of, of the month. Um, and then what we see year in, year out is that January, February, March are actually lower spend months. And that's generally because customers have overspent in November and December <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and they've got a bit of a, a festive season hangover and they're trying to sort of repair their their their, uh, their balance sheet um, for the first quarter of the year and then as as the year progresses that spend sort of increases increases again and then the last quarter of the year is always the big the big quarter now one of the interesting things just looking at uh, you know some of the charts uh, that you guys have released when it comes to this particular survey is the fact that uh, you know fashion continues to be you know a big uh, what you call this a big thing uh, that uh, people are planning to buy um, you know uh, when it comes to Black Friday and those online sales uh, we often hear that uh, fashion drives a lot of online sale activity um, what's interesting to me is the fact that uh, electronics are coming in you know a close second uh, particularly around this uh, you know uh, Black Friday. I guess the reason I say that is because as a techie myself, I would have expected that, um, you know, people that are looking for electronics would be, you know, maybe looking more towards your Cyber Monday type of deals or your more your festive season type of deals because you really um, get really amazing specials at that time. Uh, Black Friday, it can be a bit of a hit or miss. Uh, but I guess, you know, like what we're seeing, you know, fashion, electronics and household essentials is continue to be the, the big things uh, that people are anticipating to buy uh, you know this week yeah 100 percent and i think it also talks a lot to the mix of merchants that payflex has a tractor and sort of where this buy now pay later product works really well so so buy now pay later the sweet spot for buy now pay later has always been predominantly in that fashion segment so if you look at our merchant base we have merchants such as superbless cotton on um yeah my runway and, and a whole host of other fashion uh, merchants uh, that do really really well on 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 payflex and that's really because i think fashion um is is a product that customers want more of so everyone wants more shirts and shoes and dresses and and, and things and and the price point around fashion is also well uh, well matched to payflex our average basket's around 1200 rand and the product works really well, sort of for the one to three thousand rand um, bracket. I think if you look at electronics, which is our second biggest category, um, that tends to be customers. You know, you know it, it tends to be a bigger spend item often, and customers buy it less frequently. You know, one would only upgrade your iPhone every two years, say. Um, but but having said that, still very very uh, very popular. All right. And uh, the other thing that uh, is interesting this time around, um, uh, we understand that uh, Payflex recently um, inked a deal with uh, with Take-A-Lot. Could you maybe talk us a little bit around 
um, you know, that because uh, you guys have always had some of the big retailers, but uh, I'm sure getting take a lot as the biggest uh, e-commerce platform um, in the country is probably a good, w- uh, a big win for you guys. Yeah, our most exciting win by far, I think, in the last in the last couple of years has been uh, Take a Lot. We launched on Take a Lot probably about two two months ago, um, and since then, Payflex has done phenomenally on the on on the platform. Um, it's a very exciting partnership, and I think if you look at growth in electronics and and sort of other other goods apart from fashion, it's really to a large extent coming from 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 Take a Lot. It is the the big retailer in in South Africa. We also recently launched with uh, Macro, so that's another exciting retailer um, for Payflex. And as we continue to grow, you, you know, we, we're hoping to to land the other the other big retailers out there. But I think in the e-commerce space, Take a Lot and Superbus are really the two retailers that that essentially sort of dominate that that online world in their categories. And I'm sure for you guys as Payflex, uh, Take A Lot presents quite an interesting, um, you know, use case because unlike some of the other, you know, retailers out there with the inclusion of, you know, Superbalist, um, getting a Take A Lot and I guess to an extent getting macro on board gives you guys uh, quite a unique set of data because these are both, um, you know, retailers uh, that stock a, a huge variety of goods from your electronics, like you said just now, to literally, you know, simple household items, clothing items, um, you know, bikes, exercise equipment, um, you know, household goods, furniture even, you know, on that platform. So I'm pretty sure that you guys have been drawing some interesting insights, um, you know, just through that partnership um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think what we see is that Payflex as a payment method really applies to all categories of spend. I think once customers understand the Payflex product and that they can essentially spread a payment interest-free over six weeks, what the customer tends to do is use Payflex for those smaller purchases. So in the one to three thousand rand range, the customers will use Payflex for that because that. It's a good budgeting tool and you can pay it off over six weeks. And then what the customers are doing is they're saving the credit product for that bigger spend where they need to repay a TV or a couch or something over six or 12 months. Um, and they're happy to pay the credit costs for that to get in that extended payment term. So so what we've seen over the last couple of years is Payflex is buy now, pay later has become more of a mainstream product is that the behavior of customers is very rational in, in a way. Um, which is, which is really interesting to see. I'm quite curious to understand, uh, uh, Paul, on that point where you're talking about, you know, maybe using other credit products for some of the bigger items. Um, how have you seen uh, spending itself uh, per user or per transaction actually um, uh, growing or whatever trends you're seeing on that uh, on that point when it comes to buy now pay later uh, previously we knew it to be something that people are typically using to buy goods that are between uh, I think the number was about a thousand to a thousand about a thousand to no wait it was 500 to 2000 rand somewhere in that uh, uh, particular bracket that envelope is that envelope still the same or um, have you seen any you know changes in terms of that mix yeah so so what we see is that customers are still using payflex for that average basket of around 1200 rand so we haven't seen a huge change in basket size 
Um, but what we have seen is that once customers use PayFlex and they understand how it works, the frequency of use of the product um, at a merchant and across merchants has has increased. Um, because the payment terms pay down so quickly, um, so, you know, if you take something on PayFlex, it's all paid off over six weeks. Um, what customers find is that they've, they've generally every month they can use PayFlex because there'll be a facility available there that they can use to buy an additional purchase. So, so we just see that frequency of spend uh, go up. We, we, we've, we're quite conservative on the spend limit that we give customers because it's a low margin business and, and our, our, our business is not to really give customers credit per se um, because the customers don't essentially pay for that finance costs uh, it's subsidized by the merchants. So, so we keep that spend limit quite low and that stops really the customers going out and spending 10,000 Rand on Payflex and buying a TV. We actually, it doesn't make sense to buy something expensive when you have to pay back over six weeks. All right. And then I think just as we're rounding up the discussion for today, um, you know, going forward, um, you guys, uh, any anything that we should be expecting um, in terms of you guys, uh, I guess uh, this is probably a good time to get an outlook for 2023 uh, from you because, uh, you know, we last spoke to you uh, some time ago. You guys, it's almost the end of the year. I'm sure you, this is a good time. We've spent, you know, probably a good chunk of this conversation reflecting um, on the journey of PayFlex and Buy Now, Pay Later. Um, you know, going forward, we've got Black Friday that's happening. Uh, but now, you know, looking to the year ahead, um, you know, what's your outlook on that front? What are you expecting? What are you excited about? Yeah, so so looking into 2023, I think I think we'll continue to see strong growth in, in PayFlex as a payment method. We're, uh, we're quite well saturated in online space, and our push next year is to move into the in-store environment. So there's a, still a huge market out there for PayFlex to, um, to approach. And from an economics perspective and the state of the economy, I think next year is going to be much the same as this year. Still quite tough out there for, for consumers, high inflation, high interest rates, load shedding, and all the other challenges that we in South Africa, I suppose, are, are quite resilient too. Um, but PayFlex is a product that, that allows customers sort of an interest-free credit uh, line will continue to, to, to appeal to, to customers out there. So from a PayFlex perspective, we're really looking forward to 23, hopefully another two and a half times year um, and some exciting stuff. Um, and I think that's a good place uh, for us, uh, you know, to end for today is uh, just around what you said around the economy, um, because uh, consumers have been under pressure and um, you guys as a payment option are, you know, targeted towards consumers. Talk to us just around what um, economic pressure has done for, um, I guess, buy now, pay later broadly as a payment method, but for you guys as a business, has it been, because you guys, you know, have seen an uptick in, in your business activity, but, you know, maybe there are some nuances that we're missing there. Yeah, so I think look from from a from the perspective of the of the economy, um, our costs have gone up. So as interest rates go up, our cost of financing goes up as well, which makes PayFlex a more expensive product to support. Um, but on the flip side of that, in a tough economy, customers are looking for ways to save money, and they're becoming much more 
uh, aware or savvy uh, about the costs of, of traditional credit, like a credit card or a personal loan. Those are very expensive products to to use, and one shouldn't really be using them for discretionary spend. So I think that that pressure on customers is is I wouldn't say forcing them, but by encouraging them to to look at at ways to save money and pay flex is really there in that sweet spot uh, from a consumer perspective, providing a, a payment solution that that doesn't cost the customer anything. So it's the perfect payment solution for the times. Um, and I think that sort of trend together with online continuing to grow is, is providing a good a good boost for Payflex. Um, what we need to just always be mindful of in our side is, 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 uh, is not giving customers too much spend limits so they don't overextend themselves because it's a very low margin product, uh, the buy now, pay later product. So we can't afford to to have high levels of bad debt in this in this model and still be viable. All right. So that uh, that's it in terms of just hearing what's going on um, on the side of uh, PayFlex, buy now, pay later provider um, in South Africa, talking about the fact that, uh, you know, they continue to see growth in terms of adoption, um, you know, of their product, um, you know, getting more and more people onto the e-commerce train um, in South Africa. Also just highlighting the fact that um, there still is a big leaning towards um, fashion and electricity. Uh, electronics types of goods from uh, the data uh, that they are seeing because um, they recently did some research, um, you know, covering more than 1,600 um, people that are actually using their platform uh, just to get a gauge of um, some of the expectations over Black Friday. And a big one is that uh, we may see online spend uh, tripling, um, you know, over what was seen, um, you know, in uh, 2021. Um, so this year is likely to be a good year, um, you know, from uh, that point of view. And then I think uh, the other interesting number is the fact that uh, we've seen um We've seen the, uh, the the customer base for Payflex um, actually increasing to 450,000 uh, yeah, customers. We've been talking to them for a number of years, so we've uh, watched that trajectory. I think the last time uh, that we that we spoke to them, it was sitting in the 250 to 300,000 uh, type of range. So there is a lot of growth um, that's happening on that point of view. And then also just talking about uh, the type of uh, people that are signing up. Um, to use um, Payflex, we see more and more of the bigger retailers. And uh, in the e-commerce space, there's probably no bigger name uh, than Take A Lot in South Africa. And uh, we are going, and uh, you know, that's been a big win for them. He said together with Macro, uh, that's now offering Buy Now Pay Later using uh, Payflex. And uh, Paul just talking about the fact that um, they they now are able to see, you know, uh, how uh, customers will be able to use Buy now pay later across a huge selection of different goods um, you know on those uh, on those specific platforms actually um, on take a lot uh, Paul you know before we let you go uh, there is a lot of uh, excitement about uh, Amazon you know coming into the local market in South Africa next year um, any thoughts you know on that front uh, you know because and what uh, such an entry might mean or do uh, for e-commerce uh, in the South African scene are you excited as a business uh, how are you guys uh, thinking around that yeah look very excited but, but I think I think uh, you know if Amazon did have to launch here in South Africa that would provide a massive 
boost to e-commerce here in, in the country. Um, and I think from a consumer perspective, the more competition out there, the more options customers have, the better. Um, you don't really want to market with one or two dominant players. You want to market that's that's thriving and competitive and, and innovative. And I think the market entry of a, of, of a big retailer such as Amazon will really just take all online e-commerce up to up to the next level so everyone has to compete at a slightly higher level which is great for customers all right cool so that's been it uh we were talking to paul berman he is uh, the uh, uh founder and a ceo over at payflex they are a buy now pay later provider giving us insight into uh, what we could be expecting in terms of uh, you know black friday activity this week paul thank you so much for being with us today thanks for doing it thanks very much look forward to joining you again this is mudiwa's take Really great conversation with Paul just around uh, Black Friday. And right now, um, it is a good moment for e-commerce in South Africa. And uh, despite all of the pressure, it really does seem as if everyone is in agreement uh, that we are likely going to be seeing increased activity um, on the online retail side of things um, when it comes to Black Friday. Probably next week, we'll try by all means to catch up um, as we have done in previous years, uh, catch up with some of the financial institutions, payments providers um, to try and get a sense of what actual activity um, has been like or was like um, on the actual day and what type of numbers will come out You know, first for today, uh, which is uh, Black Friday itself and also uh, for uh, Cyber Monday uh, that's uh, going to be coming up. Going forward, um, because we are in this uh, you know inflationary environment um, as we began the show talking about the interest rate hikes, uh, what does that look like um, in 2023? Are we actually going to see uh, this interest rate hiking cycle actually coming to an end? Is it really going to reach that peak? As um, many predict, will we be able to control and bring that inflation in? Or, you know, are there other um, risks that might come up that we hadn't anticipated? This time last year, uh, no one could have seen the Russia-Ukraine war, for example. Um, Are we likely to see something like that uh, coming through? Or uh, are we likely to then have, um, you know, a period where we can actually tame inflation, um, start to reduce the interest rates and sort of kind of get normal, uh, back to normal in terms of the rebuild uh, from the COVID-19, which is still um, one of the things that is a big overhang over the global economy. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.